Dorky Diva Show. I'm your host, Savannah. And I am Brian. And guys, uh, we have had <laughs> we've had quite a week. Um True. Before we get into all of that, Brian, how was your Thanksgiving? Oh, it was good. It was good. I uh, I hosted, so that was an interesting experience. Had a real good what time. Did, what did how you was guys yours? eat? What kind of stuff did you make? Uh food. We had food. <laughs> um so there's a place called Buca de Beppo what? here in uh, Florida. Yes. Um, I forget what it stands for. It's Italian. Anyway, they have this thing where you can order like a Thanksgiving dinner and the day of they bring it to you. You're and a genius. That, I, that's my wife. wasn't me. Wow. <laughs> I am not that smart. Uh, yeah. So she actually had to work that day. So mm. she had them bring like a majority of it. And then we had uh, our, our family over. And then some people brought certain things, and we did that. It was awesome. It was that is time. a How smart woman. Yeah, oh, my God. Yes. Way, I mean, she's perfect in every way except for her taste in men. So it's <laughs> not bad. It's not bad at all. I married well, up. Well, Sean and I just stayed home for Thanksgiving. It was just us because all of our families live in Florida, and we're, like, on the opposite side of the country. So it was just us and our dog. And... We kept it pretty low maintenance. He made um, a little turkey and he made homemade mac and cheese. And then I made mashed potatoes and we had biscuits. I feel like we had another thing. Oh, we I made this really good apple crisp for dessert. It was amazing. Um, And it was really easy. So that was our Thanksgiving. It was pretty, pretty chill. I had to work a little bit that morning. So I was like. I'm tired. I just want to eat and lay around the house, <laughs> and we That's did. That's <laughs> how I feel. That's how I feel every day. So yeah, same. <laughs> Relatable. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's good. But yeah, Thanksgiving was fun, and I, I think my favorite thing about Thanksgiving is just looking at pictures of everybody's food. <laughs> I'm just like, mm, that looks yummy. Mm, can I try some of that? <laughs> we do know how important food is to you. So food is I get my it. life. I was so cranky on Thanksgiving Day too because um <laughs> this took a Sean <laughs> Yeah. Sean <laughs> bought a really small turkey and we thought it was only gonna take a couple hours to cook and it took way longer and I was like getting real ticked off. I was like, Oh my god, I'm so hungry because we were planning on doing like a late lunch, early dinner, so I had breakfast and then we were gonna eat around two and around like one o'clock, I was like, all right, I'm starving. And then it was taking longer and longer. I think we ate around three something. I can't remember. I was blacked out by then because I was just so hungry. I couldn't even remember <laughs> anything. <laughs> you just start eating the wrappers off things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was getting a little cranky, but um, it was good. <laughs> good. It was good. good. But um, so I opened the show by saying we've had a week because we actually recorded a show to release prior to thanksgiving true and i was so busy over thanksgiving like during thanksgiving week with work that i didn't have time to edit it until like a couple days ago Mm -hmm. and i was just gonna kind of make it work and edit out the parts that we're talking about before thanksgiving sure well i started listening to it and i realized that once again i picked up the wrong microphone in our (laughs) recording program (laughs) and it was awful guys so this has happened before many times and um yep brian always has his life together and (laughs) i always don't so we've recorded shows several times before um so this is our second time doing this show we hope you enjoy it (laughs) 
There, there's so much lost on the dorky diva cutting room floor that people will never know. Yeah. Like, like last time we talked bits. about our favorite cheeses and you didn't know what truffles were and I was trying to explain You're it. But right. now I know that truffles are mushrooms, Brian. What? Yeah. And For real? So we put, um, we had a lot of leftover uh, mac and cheese from Thanksgiving and Sean uh-huh. has this little bottle of truffle oil that we just cling to. Like we, we treat it like it's royalty and we only use it like once a year. Um, <laughs> but we put some of it on our leftover mac and cheese and it was amazing. Um so I need to like send you some so that you can understand the importance of truffle oil. Anyways, guys, we talked about this on the last episode that we already recorded that you'll never hear. Huh. Oh yeah, I, I mean BJ Hughes and one episode a while back. That was yeah. a, that was a twenty minute. Bit. We go on like crazy <laughs> spirals and then I'm just like, no, we need to redo this. So anyways, yeah. we're really it's happy true. that you're here. We're really happy to be here. And yeah. I'm really thankful for Brian because. <laughs> Because you have nothing him. left in life. <laughs> God bless him. Guys, this show would literally not no. happen if Brian wasn't alive. Stop because it. I I'm going to get off the call. train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do compliments. It's almost like comical, though, because it just happens so often. And I always say to him, I promise it won't happen again. <laughs> It's fine. I mean, we do the show. Like, you saw the reaction to this. You're like, <laughs> My favorite thing is how you told me this time. You yeah. <laughs> Do you want to tell them what you did? You can tell them. You she can tell sent, them. She sent me a video of the 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 show, like the Audacity things. And I'm looking at the wavelength. I'm like, oh, all right, cool. And I was like, she didn't like put a message with the video or anything. So I press play. And it's us talking in the show. And then it just kind of, the show mutes. And it's just audio of her being like, well, um, I think we're going to have to record again. <laughs> Like as if it was and then at the end I just say okay bye yeah (laughs) it was gold it was gold yeah I think I texted you and I said hi friend um you're really gonna hate me but I have some news to tell you and then I just sent him that video and I was like and you can hear my audio and it's like very scratchy and it's just like really bad and I was like I've done this before there's really no way to fix it I'm like I'd rather just redo it and so in the video I'm like yeah, so I, I think we're going to have to record again. Okay, bye. And she she says it like it's a bad thing. Like, oh, no, I have to talk to you about Star Wars again. Aw, oh, man. Um, Brian, if you were most people, by the 10th time of redoing shows, um, you would not be very happy with me. <laughs> well, good thing I'm not most people. Yeah. Because we're running goodness. up on number 12. Thank <laughs> I just like it. I mean, that's like, what's the whole point of what we're doing? Is to talk Star Wars with your friends. And if you don't like doing that, what's going on here? Yeah. You know, check exactly. yourself, fools. Exactly. I don't mind doing it again, but I really no. don't get a choice because I'm the one creating <laughs> <Yeah>. the problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's half of the magic of the show. Yeah. So yes, we don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. So let's get this started. I have yeah. to explain what we're doing in this episode. So talking guys, about Star Wars. It's been a little while since we. Uh, did an episode it's been a couple weeks and we are now talking about season three of the clone wars but season three is cray cray so instead of talking about all 22 episodes today we're just going to talk about the first 11 and the funny thing is when we were going into this the first time i texted brian i was like oh my gosh i'm so excited season three is so great can't wait to talk about it and then i looked at the list of episodes and i was like 
oh dang it all my favorite episodes are at the second half of the season (laughs) so um today's show might be a little shorter we'll we'll see Um, oh we'll see but the next one's gonna be crazy because we have like the mortis episodes the night sister episodes there's so much Mm -hmm. in the back half of this season um true yeah let's do it let's do it let's do it so the first episode of season three is clone cadets And if you remember our season one episode, we talked about how a lot of things in the Clone Wars are out of order. Um, Hate it. Hello, they opened season three with a weirdly out of order episode. So uh, Clone Cadets is actually a prequel to the episode in season one called Rookies. And this is where we are supposed to meet Heavy, Cut Up, Droid Bait, Fives, and Echo. And this is when they are completing their training on Kamino. So we have Clone Cadets, and then we have Rookies, and then we have more episodes. So it's like a weird little disorganized sandwich here. Mm-hmm. Um, but this episode is really good because we actually get to see Shock T in yeah. more than just a death scene or a deleted death <laughs> scene. <laughs> yep. Yeah, she's kind of the uh, the leader, and she's overseeing a lot of the clone cadet training. And there's these drill instructors named Brick and Ellis. And Brick is kind of a jerk, to say the least. Makes sense. His name is Brick. Yeah, his name is Brick. He doesn't like the cadets. He thinks that they're useless and slow, and they're just a bad batch, and they won't turn into anything worth keeping around. He thinks that they're just rejects. Mm-hmm. Which is really sad. It um, is. But we also get to meet a very special clone. One yes. Of, I think it is your favorite clone, right? It is. Hands down, my favorite clone in all of Star Wars. 99. 99. My boy. My boy. I love him. I love him so much. And 99 was kind of like a rejected clone that was sort of deformed and he hadn't developed properly so now he's just a maintenance man on Kamino Mm -hmm. and he is just a precious little guy he's just oh so sweet he is he's doing his part he is good soldier he's a good soldier man he He just you know something went wrong in the cooking yeah but it's okay (laughs) (laughs) he just got cooked wrong you know it's not his fault yeah um but it's cool because We've talked about, I think it was especially last season, we talked about clones that are really different, like um, Cut Laquane, who decided to desert the oh, order, yes. basically, and do his own thing. Your favorite and now, uh, Well, I don't <laughs> mind Cut. I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> That's true. Um, that is true. It's it's Mrs. Laquane. And I don't have a problem with her. I just have a problem with her clothes, but we're not going to talk about that again. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so 99 is like a very different type of clone. We've never seen anyone like him before. Um, but, uh, this episode is interesting because we get to see all the different clones get their names and Mm -hmm. we get to see them working together or trying to work together for the first time because they're very dysfunctional. True. Um, and I think at the end they end up becoming domino squad and they do they get their medals they graduate at this in this one yeah i believe so no no wait i think it's the second one because the second one is the one with the attack right this is the one where the, like they uh they complete the test they just oh, graduate no, th- no, they from do. cadets in this one they do so yeah they get their they get their medals in this one they do yeah. they do yep yeah. because then it ends with uh, uh heavy giving 99 his medal 
Yeah. That's how this episode ends. Yes, that's that's correct. Yeah. Okay, so mm. that's Clone Cadets. And then we jump back in time to Rookies. And then now the second episode of season three is Arc Troopers. And this episode is really good. But th- this is a theme kind of throughout some of season three. We get these weird trilogy episodes, but one of them, the middle one, is like back in time. It's kind of... Yes. Kind of annoying. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Like, yeah. I'm glad that I knew the, you know, the arcs. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this is whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I don't like it. I like, yeah. a, I like a more linear type thing. It's just mm-hmm. weird. Especially, like, it'd be one thing if it was, like, kind of mix-matched within a season. But to be like, oh, remember season one, two years ago? Here's mm-hmm. the prequel to that single episode, and then we're going to bounce back to here. It's like, what? Just, hmm. Yeah, I mm. we talked about this before. Like we're we're wondering why they did this. Yes, exactly. Because you know they really make these so know. far ahead in advance. It's like a year or so from the time they make it to the time it comes out. So yeah. It's like did were these episodes all just written and then they like threw it at the wall and whatever stuck is the one that's coming out next? Uh, or or was this something like oh season one was really good? What if we went a little back here on this and explain that for like an yeah. episode? I don't know. I I I, want, I would like to know the thought process behind the releases of these episodes. I'll have Very to strange. watch the featurettes for these and see if they discuss any of that. Sometimes they do, but mm-hmm. um, I don't remember anything being discussed before. But that's a question I want answered. So if anyone out there knows the answer to this, please tell us because yeah. I'm curious. <laughs> yes, ditto. So in Arc Troopers, Anakin and Obi-Wan go to Kamino because stuff's going on there. And they end up meeting up with um, Echo and Fives, who are now Arc Troopers. Mm Mm-hmm. Cray-cray. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. It's kind of weird, though, because we just saw them as clone cadets, and now they're already Arc Troopers. Yeah, that was fast. Oh, no, they're they're promoted to Arc Troopers at the end of this one. That's what it is. They're promoted. Mm -hmm. Because they did very well. But still, yeah, it's very, like, so yesterday, you couldn't pass a test, uh, and you were making your instructors mad, and today... You're our troopers. Well done. Yeah. Well done, guys. And in the process between these two episodes in Rookies, uh, Heavy died. So Heavy is True. the one that gave 99 his personal medal. And when the clones came back to Camino, 99 found out that one of them didn't make it. He was like, oh, no, that was my friend. But it's kind of sweet that 99 had like a little memento from Heavy to remember him. Yeah. For, hmm. I hate this while. episode. A while. Yeah, I hate. I can't stand it. This, so, I don't like it. I mean, <laughs> they it's give us. Sad. It's so. It's too sad. Like Star yeah. Wars. Star Wars is sad, but this is like, come on, man. Ninety nine. Like, did you have to? So explain you know? what happens in case people haven't seen this. He so remember. like so like these aqua droids, uh, you know, are attacking Camino, which is really smart actually, uh, for the separatists to be like, oh, they're manufacturing their army here. Let's just. You hit them where it hurts in the beginning, and then they won't have any more soldiers, and then we'll win. So, like, strategically, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these aqua droids are attacking Kamino. Battle ensues. Fives and Echo are, like, fighting these things. And then Cody and Rex are there as well. And so uh, they're they're in this, like, hallway, essentially, and they're running out of ammo. And then 99 was like, oh, sweet. My brothers, I got this, man. So he takes the 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 ammunition and tries to get it to them and gets killed 
on the way, and it sucks. It sucks real bad because it's, it's like he so like ninety nine in the previous episode. You know he he's talking to Heavy, and he's essentially like, "Listen, you you at least got a shot at mm-hmm. this." He's like, "You know, I I came out like this. I never got a chance to do what you're doing. Like Aww. you got this. You know, he was there, and he's like, you know, I'm doing my part here. Maybe I'm just cleaning. That's fine, but somebody's got to do it. You know, I'm contributing. I'm doing my part, and I'm like, oh hell yeah, ninety nine. And then this moment. Like, battles have never come to Kamino. You know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. he, he has his moment on the battlefield as what would be considered, you know, a typical soldier, uh, which is something that 99 never had. And he gets it, and he isn't afraid, and he he goes for it and doesn't think about his own safety. He just thinks about his brothers and how they need his help, mm-hmm. and he's there. And then it happens, and I I hate it. I don't like it. It sucks because you just got attached to him in the previous episode, and then he's already dead. It's like we didn't even get to enjoy our time with him. He's already gone. It is, and in such a bad way too. You know what I mean? It wasn't Mm -hmm. like an explosion that like he was a part of. Uh, It wasn't you know oh he got shot down kind of thing. Like it was personal. Mm -hmm. You know this dude got shot up in the back, and like I don't breaks my heart. I know it's super sad. Don't like it. Rex but, is grumbling right now. He's like, I don't like it either, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean. Um, something interesting to come out of this episode, though, a little behind-the-scenes tidbit. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a scene in this episode where Ventress kills Commander Colt. She, like, stabs him through the chest with her lightsaber. Yeah. And when this originally aired on Cartoon Network, they cut this part of the scene. So... They show her killing him, but in the part that you did not see on Cartoon Network is that she kisses him on the cheek while she stabs him through the chest. <laughs> while he's dying. While he's dying. <laughs> and they, like, zoom in on it. Like, <laughs> you it's see good. her face kissing his face. Creepy. Um, I like it. I think when this episode very first came out, it was aired at Celebration 5. Mm-hmm. And it hadn't come out on TV yet. It was just like a premiere at, at Celebration and everyone saw it. And I believe that part was still in the episode. And then I think Cartoon Network saw it and they were like, no way, Jose, you have to cut that out when it's on our channel. Um, but now that Clone Wars is on Netflix, where like nothing is censored, um, <laughs> everything in that episode is actually there. So uh, you had actually said that you had no idea that part was cut because you've only seen the clone wars on netflix correct yeah that blows my mind i was like freaked out the first time i saw i remember watching everything on netflix for the first time like all the seasons and when that happened i was like i don't remember that and i would have remembered that because that's creepy (laughs) (laughs) and that's disturbing and so i looked into it and yeah they had to cut it for cartoon network wow what a weird line to draw i know because there's like people getting beheaded though it is, but it's not like I wouldn't necessarily say it's more disturbing than beheadings that you see all the time. <laughs> I know? think it is. I think it's yeah, because it's I mean, just twisted. It <laughs> like, is. Why would she do that? <laughs> because she's the kissing Kate Barlow of Star Wars. Yeah, true. <laughs> you, know? you know, get a little personal up in there. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird. <laughs> it's a very ventrous moment, though. Yeah. Like you know, Ventress has this like kind of seductive side to her. That She's you very see, cat-like too. very cat-like, like a... yeah, v- very predatory, you know, and like definitely a woman, 
so she has that femininity about her as well mm-hmm. uh but super super dangerous just like a woman and uh <laughs> <laughs> and yeah I, like i love her back and forth with obi-wan you know and then even in like dark disciple there's a little like oh Voss, you're going to see ventress well good luck with that ho 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 <laughs> you know it's very, it's very like don't fall in love because i already have yeah you know i love uh, obi-wan's back and forth with ventress because it's all flirty me too um but I guess when you flirt on her terms, it ends a little differently. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Scary. It's a good. It's a good moment. Yeah. Uh, the next episode is one of my all-time favorites. It's so same, good. same, same. So excited to talk about this. So the next Let's episode is called Supply Lines, and yes. it features probably one of my all-time favorite clones. I wish we could have seen him more. Uh, Captain Keeley. Yep. What a babe. What a freaking what a babe. babe. Love him. Mm. babe alert (laughs) (laughs) um so this episode is just really funny to me because it's got really serious tones of war and sacrifice and then it has jar jar it does (laughs) again we talk about jar jar a lot because he pops up quite often in the clone wars and somehow he's always sent to save the day and we don't know why but he always magically saves the day well most of the time um he saves the day in this one he is sent to talk with the Toydarians and sway them and win their favor. And who mm-hmm. actually sends him, by the way? Who made that decision? I think... I feel like it's something Yoda would do. I can't remember. I want to know, and I want to call them out, but I don't know who it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> Who's making this? It, watch it be Mace Windu. <laughs> <laughs> no, Agent Kolar. Ah. <laughs> uh, don't even bring him up. Brian, I almost bought you an Agent Kolar action um, figure for Christmas so that... The, f- the fact that that exists uh, offends me. So... <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to send you one so that you could just, like, smash it. <laughs> I, I would I would probably be like, hmm, I just replaced this garbage disposal and just drop it in to see what happens. <laughs> no, that's not true. He he, we're, Me and him are even because he got his... Uh, he just deserved it. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That is all I'm saying. <laughs> so we He's love this worst. episode a lot because it features a new Jedi called I'm a Gundai. And spoilers, yes. he's going to die. Just like his name that. says. <laughs> I can't stand it. <laughs> he's one of my favorite. This, this is one of my favorite episodes as well in the entire series. And I'm a Gundai is one of my favorite characters in the series and uh i i can't i hate it his name i didn't get actually which is probably why <laughs> i'm a little more offended i'm like oh cool i'm a good guy this guy's awesome blah 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 and then like way months later someone's like oh yeah you know his name's like i'm gonna die i was like what I'm like no it's it's on the no- it's it's really on the nose i was like what oh man <laughs> it's like the best <laughs> pun <laughs> God, God, it's like, especially on such like an emotional uh, episode where it's like you get to see the sacrifice of a Jedi and uh, it's like, ah, you know, his name's I'm going to die. So I don't feel too bad for him. It was always going to go this way. It's like, yeah. oh, man, I know. you're, it's you're right. You're right. Sad. But he's awesome. This is a phenomenal episode. Yeah. So in this episode, Ryloth has been invaded by the Separatists and Jedi Master I'm a Gundai has to take his troops to help Champs and Dula, who we've already seen. Mm-hmm. And this episode, I think I talked about, I believe it's right 
after Ambush from season one, the very first episode of season one, which mm-hmm. blows my mind because I never even thought that those were connected, but they are. Um, but I think Captain this one's before, isn't it? Is it before? I think it is. I could be wrong because I'm wrong a lot, but um, I'm pretty sure this is a prequel to, to Ambush. I'm not sure, but either way, it's either before or after. It's around there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's in there somewhere. Yeah, because I read something about I read something about ambush when we were talking about season one. I can't remember. Either way, guys, this episode was supposed to go with something in season one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it it relates. Yeah, but mm-hmm. the ending of this episode. God, season three is so sad. Let's just say it, that. Yeah. Why are we? We're three episodes in, and we've <laughs> we're already, already got ninety nine <laughs> gone, and then like this awesome Jedi master. Yeah. Or knight. Do we know? Is he a Jedi Master? He's a Jedi Master, yeah. Sweet. And they're both dead. Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah, it's just so letting us know. I'm a Gundai mm-hmm. and Captain Keeley are like surrounded by all these droids at the end and they're just like fighting to the end. And I think Captain Keeley gets shot in the shoulder and he gets falling to the ground and then he gets back up and he's like telling I'm a Gundai that they're just going to fight till the very end. And they literally did. They fought until the very end and they died. And mm. <sighs> man, it's it's so... And the music is good, and it's all... Wow, that's a weird way. My mouth just stopped working. The music is good. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice. Oh, God. The music is good. And, uh, yeah, I, I. that's a great moment, especially when, like, they acknowledge mm-hmm. that this is what's going to happen. You and know, it's like, let's going. make the end memorable. I'm oh, like, I tears. remember it. So, mission accomplished. I couldn't let myself rewatch this in preparation for the show. I was going to rewatch this episode and I was like, I'm not mentally stable right now. Like, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Especially <laughs> right like, after 99. Like, why? I know. Why? I why know. the one, two? Why the one, two, guys? I know. But it's it's so good. Like, I, I really, really enjoy this episode because we get to see what it means to be a Jedi. Yeah. You know, like that that this is their place in the galaxy, I've always said. It's mm-hmm. like the the Jedi's job is to stand between the evil of the galaxy and the good people. And sometimes that requires your life. And that's the sacrifice that Jedi vow to make. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people a lot of times can give the Jedi a bad rap because they, they see the politics or they see uh they, they do border disputes and stuff like that. It's like tiny things and then every now and then there'll be a skirmish or what have you. Uh, but to see them do stuff, I mean, he did it because Twi'leks are starving. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this Their is the right is thing. Their being ruined. Yeah, exactly. And so we see him acknowledge, and the whole, t- like, the whole episode, it keeps going back and forth. You know, it's looking at Amagundai and Keely, and it's like, they're not going to make it in time. Like, we got to figure this out. Yeah. Uh, and he gets up there, and you, you see the, the Jedi in his spot. You know, that's why I've, I've mentioned before, I'm sure, that uh, Jedi Knight is my favorite episode of Rebels because um, that was, you know, Kanan's last episode. And, like, mm-hmm. that's that's your spot. That's why the Jedi, it's it's a difficult challenge and it's a hard life if you do succeed. And, like, you have to, that's that's the job. And so to see it uh, is so powerful. Um, and then to see it done for the right reasons as well, such as like saving the rebels, you know, being engulfed by fire while pushing Hera out of the way, while stopping an explosion at the same time. Crazy. Uh, <laughs> crazy, crazy. And uh, and then this episode with, you know, the and, and Keeley, what a badass, getting oh. shot and then getting back up. He's like, I'm not done yet. You're like, oh, snap, we're doing this. Uh, it was and good. And he's like the most handsome clone. I mean, you're right. 
You're right. He was he's got it, he's got it going on. He was a cutie patootie. Yeah. Um, can I tell my cool story about Captain <laughs> Keeley that I've told you before? Uh, yes, please. Because <laughs> I, I like we hearing it. This? <laughs> what we've recorded this <laughs> before? <laughs> First time I'm hearing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so act really surprised. Done. Um, okay. So Captain Keeley was created by an animator whose name is Jaquili. So Jaquili came up with like the cool design on his armor and all that stuff. And Jaquili is. Uh, he he worked for Lucasfilm like during all of the Clone Wars, and he's awesome. And I just think it's really cool that he has a character kind of based on his name. But it's really cool because a few years ago, um, when I was like really, really, really getting into the Clone Wars, probably around probably around two thousand thirteen, um, mm-hmm. I wanted to have a clone helmet just as like a prop to have in my collection and I was like man who should who should I have and I decided on Captain Keely and I prepped the whole helmet and I like got it ready to be painted and then at the time I didn't really paint props I'd never done it before so I was like cool I'll send this to my friend Sean aka now my husband and he painted the whole helmet for me like from top to bottom he did it all and it looked awesome and then he sent it back to me it was like the best mail day ever Got to open up this cool package. My helmet was awesome. And then I took portraits with it and posted them on Facebook. And Joel Aaron, who was the, like, leading FX um, animator on The Clone Wars, he he saw the photo and he was like, oh, my gosh, Jaquili would love this. And he tagged Jaquili, who I'd never heard of before. And Jaquili sent me a friend request and he's like, that helmet is so cool. I've never seen anyone, like, He's like, I've only ever seen one person do that costume before. And you, a lot of people don't really give Keely a lot of love because they don't know about him. And he just thought it was really cool. And I was like, yeah, I love him. He's awesome. And then um, I didn't know this, but at the around the same time, Sean had also been like in contact with Jaquili because I was like, oh, yeah, Sean was the one that painted the helmet. He's really cool, blah, blah, blah. And at Celebration Anaheim, I knew that Jaquili was going to be there and at the time, my Dorky Diva logo was a picture of me holding this Keeley helmet. And, you know, that, that logo is long gone. But at the time, I had that and I made buttons with that picture on it that said the Dorky Diva. So going into celebration, I messaged Jaquili and I said, hey, I would love to meet up with you um, if you're going to be around. He said, yeah, of course, I'll be there. So I randomly ran into him on the convention floor one day, like in the exhibit hall. And we hadn't even planned to meet up yet. It was just like, oh, here you are. Hi. And I said, oh, I have something for you. And I like put my backpack on the ground. I'm like digging through it to grab him a button. And I give him a button. And he goes, oh, I have something for you too. And he reaches in his backpack and pulls out his crew shirt from the Clone Wars from 2008. And he gave it to me. And I was like, excuse me? (laughs) You, you want to give this to me? And it, it looked like it had never been worn before. It's this long uh, sleeve orange t-shirt with Ahsoka's face tattoos on the front. And on the back it says, uh, The Clone Wars Crew 2008. And it's like my favorite thing in the world because it's Ugh. so cool. And obviously not very many people got them. Well, then come to find out afterwards, I also found out that Sean ran into Jaquili on the convention floor. And he gave Sean his 2009 Clone Wars Crew shirt. <laughs> like what the heck so um now obviously sean and i are married and jaquili's like oh my god i love these two they're so great and we have both of his crew shirts dude um we're trying to figure out how to frame them 
to display them. But anyways, I just think it's really cool that someone who I really don't even know that worked on the show thought that me having a helmet was so cool that they wanted to give me something like that. Like, that's a really cool token that you can never get back. You know, True. Like that, that shirt, you can't ever get those again. It's not like you can just buy one from Amazon and get it shipped to your house. Like, it's really rude if you get it back. Yeah. Like, Here, have this, and then I would like it back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want it back now. Exactly. Um, and the other one. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's two. Yeah. That's pretty great that you can one-up your husband, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, 2009? That's cool. Uh, I How about 2008? 2008? <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that's what it is. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure mine is the first one, though. Cause it is now. It's on record. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't disputing it. I will say that I commend uh, your self-control because I would have worn it out by now. I really, really wanted to. And to be honest, if it had been my size, I would have, I probably would have worn it at least once or twice at a convention just twice. to be cool. <laughs> but it's, Rookie numbers. it's a guy's shirt. I think it's like a guy's medium or large. It's really big. Um, I see no problems so, here. But, but Sean is the one that has the most self-control because he is a guy and he has a guy's shirt and he, he doesn't wear it. And I'm like, Dude, you would have so many cool points if you wore this around. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I respect it, Sean. I respect yeah. it because yeah. I don't have that. I have I have the shirt that you got me. That you wear uh, every day. <laughs> uh, I'm not kidding. I'll wear it at least once a week because my wife does laundry super quick. And I'll be like, <laughs> so like, I'll wear it. It'll be dirty in like two, three days later. Okay, we'll be generous. Four days later, uh, the stack of clothes will be there. I was like, oh, look what's on the top. Putting this back on. <laughs> <laughs> so that's hilarious i wear it i well, wear it a lot i just ordered a solo ilm crew jacket a couple yeah, days ago did. it should be here any day now and as soon as it comes i'm never gonna take it off so oh my god i'm so yeah. jealous there's a i actually speaking of uh uh cyber monday and thanksgiving and black friday and whatever that is <laughs> uh they had on amazon i believe they had a replica of han solo's dice and they were like $10. Yeah. So I got some. Wait, you didn't have those? No. I could have sworn. No, I'm actually, I'm that guy who's like the only one who didn't. Oh, That's I, thought, me. I thought you had posted about them before and I thought maybe you got some. No, I was looking for them. I was like, does anyone know where you get these? Because they were like a... a like I some think they were theater AMC chain. exclusive. Yes, that's what it was. And there's no AMCs within like 200 miles of Naples. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh man, is anyone selling them? And they had them on eBay for like fifty dollars. I was like, this was free with your ticket, but all right. You bought I'll them wait. for fifty dollars? No, I got them for ten dollars. Oh, on thank goodness. Okay, good. And they're and they're actually like metal, which I'm excited about. Oh, nice. So yeah, I... and your pin is a big deal as well. Oh yeah, the button. The button is that what you call them? I call buttons, them buttons pins? because they're not enamel. Like I think of pins as enamel pins, and mine are like buttons because they. Oh, yeah, so the little different. like hook thing in the back with the stab part. You just, yeah, mm. yeah, the part that you that's stab a, your chest with when you yeah, put it on your shirt. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, so that's a button to yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I the can understand The company I buy them from has button in the title, so. Oh, okay. So uh, I'm wrong, but I'm still going to call them buttons or pins, whatever I feel. Um, Yeah, so that is how our friendship started. Yep. Was through that exact button. Yeah. Um. Are you? I feel like you're kissing the helmet. I am kissing the helmet. Ha ha! I, <laughs> I, I know it. When you're like, I'm holding it. I was like, I'm pretty sure. I'm holding, holding it, holding but I'm it. also smooching it. 
But not there like a go. smooch smooch. It's just like a little... Like a, like a Ventress smooch. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be Full creepy. circle. Yeah, exactly. It's mm. not creepy if it's willing. Um, so, yeah, that button, uh, we met for the first time at Star Wars Weekends. In person. We had been In Facebook person. friends for a while. Um, yes. But like, I knew of you online, and I was that fanboy that's like, oh, it's a dark game. I want to meet her in person. No, I remember like, you used to message me and be like, hey, do you know how to do this thing on a clone costume? Because I think you were putting yep. together your movie Realistic Clone. <laughs> I was. Yeah, and you're like, <clears throat> yes. <laughs> and I was like, cool. Yeah, hey, it's real nice to get your help and stuff. You're going to be at Star Wars Weekends? <laughs> me too. Y- you said you're giving buttons. I'd like a button. And you're like, all right, cool. Yeah, meet me here. And I was yeah, like, okay. Yeah, gave you a button. You did. It was like five seconds. It I was know. like, hey, I'm Brian. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm Savannah. Uh, uh, can I get one of those buttons? Yeah, sure. Here you go. All right, cool. Nice to meet you. If and only then, I knew then how cool you were. We would have been hanging out all yeah. day. <laughs> if only you knew what this led to, you would have avoided me like the plague. No. You're like, <laughs> you're like this button. We can we can do like a pinpoint the moment your life changed for the worst to a button at Star Wars Weekends. I must have been going somewhere if I didn't really stop to talk. Yeah, you were. You were you were on the way to somewhere and you like stopped to give me a button. You're oh. like, oh, sorry, I can't hang out, but I got to go. I was like, no, I get it. Yeah, I'm like, that's not like me. Yeah, yeah. That, it is like me, though, to inconvenience people. No. Uh, so I, was like, I was like, oh, it's cool. No, I kidding. You're the Dorky Diva. You got more clone stuff. Have a good time. I'll be over here. I'm Brian, by the way. Yeah. And then years later, I fooled you into friendship. Ha! Ah! <laughs> you boob! Yeah, so. Oh, my that's God. That, that button comes around. That that's button. Like, I still have it. I love it when I see people with those buttons, because that makes me really happy i have it like in my hand right now i love it it's i don't like, even have mm. one <laughs> this is <laughs> this is where my my journey began i was like one day brian you you're gonna be, be the, the dorky, dorky dude, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta believe in yourself <laughs> oh my god i have to go back real quick i have to change the subject because i was thinking about those solo dice um yes so i one of my friends sent me a pair of those dice because they had gone to the movie with their girlfriend and their girlfriend didn't really care about keeping the dice so they sent me their extra set oh sweet it was awesome and my whole plan after getting these dice was to keep them in my pocket on my wedding day because my dress had pockets guys and i was like i want to put them on my pocket like you know for luck and then i want to take pictures with them with my rings and my flowers and stuff like that like so, it. like, a week before the wedding, I was like, let me go get these dice out of my car because I knew – I didn't have them hanging from my rearview mirror, but I had them sitting, like, in the cup holder. Um, Went to go get them. They're gone. I still have not found them to this day. I have no idea what? where they went. Yep. So, my whole cool plan was ruined. Mm, but think heart. about how cute that would have been. That would have been the best. So cute. Ultimate I'm kind of like fan. there's a side of me that's glad because then your wedding would be better and I'm like mm, got to maintain the healthy competition <laughs> <laughs> did you have anything Star Wars at your wedding I got married on Star Wars day oh duh but did you <laughs> did you have like cufflinks or anything that were Star Warsy? yes I did I had uh these like custom Jedi symbol wow. cufflinks I didn't have I didn't wear anything Star Wars like I said, your control is admirable. <laughs> I have zero. I have no. I have no control. I don't know how to enjoy things moderately, 
and I just yell and get excited. I was going to wear Star Wars shoes, but the shoes that I was going to wear were like very, very, very expensive shoes. And we were getting married out on a field and the grass was wet. So I Mm -hmm. wore like $20 heels instead because I didn't want to get my little R2-D2 flats messed up, guys. I don't blame you. I wouldn't want to get mine either. No. Mm -mm. Um, We need to move on. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Dorky Diva Show. I'm your host, Brian, and we talk about other things when we shouldn't. Next up is sphere of influence. Sphere is a hard word to say. Um, What do you think of this episode? (laughs) I like this episode because this episode is basically about the Lucas family. It is. Yes, we got Baron Papanoida, (laughs) which is a great name. Baron Papanoida was played by George Lucas in the flesh in the, uh, what was it, in episode three, I believe? Yep, outside Um, the opera house. And his daughters were also dressed up as Papanoidan children, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, the Papanoidans. Yeah, and then they also show a character in the Clone Wars here that looks like his son, Jet Lucas, but Jet actually played a Padawan in episode three, so... I don't ever think he played this Papanoidan character because he was very young, and this character now is like, he looks like Jet now, so. Yeah, they got around. That's because Amanda Lucas played a senator at the beginning of episode three, but she wasn't blue. She had like red hair, and she was with the the party that got, that received Palpatine after Anakin and Obi-Wan saved him. Yeah. And then Katie is there as well. She's blue-faced. And then Katie is also outside the opera house with George Lucas. Yeah. As the Papa Noidas. Well, the really cool thing is that Katie wrote this episode. I know. She she's the so best. so many amazing episodes in this season, especially in the back half of the season. Can't wait to talk about it. And oh, I, yes. I saw her. I think I've told the story before, but it just makes me so happy that I'm going to tell again. I saw her at the solo premiere, and that's when George was there. So everyone was like losing their minds over George, and they're like, oh my God, George Lucas. And I was like, Katie, Katie Lucas. And she looked at me, and she was like, <laughs> me and i was like yeah come here <laughs> and she came over and i was like i just wanted to say that i i love all the episodes you wrote on the clone wars and i think you're so awesome blah 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 I just like fangirled and she like put her hand on her chest and she was like thank you so much that means so much to me and i was like ah, can we take a picture <laughs> and yes i think she was just not used to actually uh getting some attention because everyone was just like all over her dad being there but right. she's awesome. She is the person that really shaped and changed Ventress's character and made it like a billion times better than we ever thought it could be. Yes. Um, that was all her doing. She's amazing. Her forward, forward or the afterward in, in Dark Disciple? I think it's the end. It's either the beginning or the end. Uh, she has a like a letter thing in Dark Disciple and it's amazing. Oh, I have to she has, that again. She, I don't remember that. Dude, it's so good. She talks about how um, like when... Uh, one of the prequels came out. I guess her and George snuck into a screening, mm. and and like we're listening to people at the end of the movie, like cheer and whatnot. And she's like, I looked Aww. at my dad and he just started smiling, and I was like, Oh, oh that's he so was there. Sweet. And she, so Katie, I have a tiny little little story with her. Um, when this is years and years and years ago, um, she was on Twitter for like a week, <laughs> like a week. Well, people were like horrible to her pretty quickly because the internet is accessible. Yeah. Um, and so when I found out that it was her, like, n- no, I don't, I don't remember how I found out. Uh, 
like but somewhere along the line i i found her and i was like oh, okay cool and we actually talked for like three days <gasps> like everything that i would send her she would send back to me i was like oh it's really cool that you were like the nice sister stuff she's like oh yeah blah blah and i was like what was your favorite episode she's like oh it's this one blah 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 and like was really really nice Aww. uh so i always think about that and then the internet kind of took her down and it was awful Aww. um yeah, like horrible, horrible, horrible. So much so that she deleted her Twitter account, like after a week. Um, so that was dumb. But she was super people. cool. They're just looking for wide meaning, I guess. They're just awful. Yeah. I don't either. I don't either. But she was super nice. So I always think about that. I'm like, hey, we talked on Twitter. There's we no way you remember. She's amazing. Yeah. Super, super, super talented. Yeah. And uh, dude, like it's cool that the Lucas gene is there, you know? Yeah. It's like. George created this whole thing, and his daughter created a significant portion of this character's story, and it's really, really good. You know, know, it's not like, I'm going to let my kids try their hand at, like, a little thing. It's like, mm, you're not your dad, but she damn, has a good. gift for sure. She really, really, really does. I love her. P.S. Sean, if you're listening, read Dark Disciple. <laughs> Lo- love Brian. <laughs> he is going to have, uh, I think, two weeks off for Christmas. And I'm like, perfect. Read this book. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Audiobook. Do what you got to do, man. Yeah. Um, okay. Sphere of Influence. Uh, we actually <laughs> see Greedo in this four. episode. We do. He's the he's the bad guy. He is the bad guy. <laughs> he's the, he's the, he actually does something. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one of the Papanoidan daughters gets kidnapped or both of them, mm-hmm. both of them get kidnapped. And so yep. they end up calling, who do they call to help out? You know, Baron Papanoida I goes to Ahsoka. Ahsoka. It was Ahsoka because of her relationship with Chuchi. Yep. And so her it and was. Chuchi go to help the, uh, the Papanoidans out. Yep. Um, and Greedo is the one being a baddie. Yep, exactly. I see so this episode. The thing that I always remember is so I, I love aliens and I love things like that. And the alien culture adds depth to the Star Wars galaxy. Um, and this episode, when they're searching for evidence in like his daughter's apartment, uh, one of the uh, like altar pieces essentially is kind of like crooked. And he's like, This isn't right. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. So they have their own little like alter things and there's a way that it goes and because it was off he knew oh this is where something happened and oh look there's blood underneath here we yeah. should run it you know i just thought that was a really neat uh level of depth to it all and i'm into it i just love chuchi and i love it when she's in more <laughs> episodes um, chuchi's cool chuchi's the best and so i think it's cool to see her and ahsoka work together in this episode too Agreed. And Papanoida is hardcore. He is not. <laughs> at the first sign he needs to, he's got his blasters out and handling some business. I know. I wish. I, I wish. <laughs> I wish. Welcome to the Dark TV show where we don't know how to talk. <laughs> you would think I'm drinking or something. Um, I wish, kind of, that George Lucas had voiced him because I think that would be so entertaining. Oh, just same. like in a very dry way that same. only Star Wars fans would laugh at. <laughs> yep. I agree. Yeah. I totally agree. Anyways, <laughs> let's move on. The next two episodes are not our favorites. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm in this attitude right now where we've already talked about all these. I'm not a fan of most of these episodes. I just want to move on and talk about the second half of season three. Savannah. The next episode is one of my least favorites. <laughs> yeah, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... 
Let's let's poison some kids. Yeah. Surprise. Prime tea. Minister Almec is a bad guy. Shocker. We didn't already yeah. figure that out the first time we saw him. Yeah. Dude, so, yeah, that's another thing with uh, the other show I had, Brian and David Talk Star Wars. Uh, so the the moment that uh, Almec came on screen, uh, my friend David was like, he's a bad guy. Yeah. Like, like right like right away. And then when it wasn't him, you know, it was pre-Vizsla, that he's like, what? No, it's the other guy. He's like, I, I, I know what I'm seeing. It's the other guy. Trust me, he's involved. It is what it is. So two seasons later, he, this is the biggest moment for him. It was like an accomplishment. It was just, I knew it. And he was right. He was right. It, the only cool thing in this episode is uh, the Mugans, the like Egyptian uh, yeah. alien species. I really, really, really like them. They are cool looking. Yeah. Um, but that is it. <laughs> Did not enjoy this episode at all. Like I get it. I mean it's it's a cool idea. You know, you're like, okay, um what's the worst thing you can do? I don't know. Poison children. Yeah. Let's make all mech a bad guy because we didn't know before. Like, I don't think it's a bad I don't think it's a horrible episode I just think in comparison to a lot of the other stuff going on this season it's just very dry and it makes me want to skip ahead <laughs> yeah fair I don't mind fair. the whole kid poisoning thing I mean it's not nice but it's like whatever <laughs> yeah it's an, it's an interesting premise but it's just kind of boring in relation to everything else I agree so let's move on <laughs> yeah so the, the the next one um the we, that's when we find yeah that's when we yeah god what is wrong with me i just woke up that's what i'm gonna say yeah i was like god I words are just escaping me yeah not that's, <laughs> yeah <laughs> no definitely <laughs> not uh, just ask my wife um so <laughs> this one all mech uh this is where he gets caught um there's a great moment with ahsoka teaching a class in this i believe right this is the one yes Yes, and she talks about how like we need to keep leaders accountable, mm-hmm. um, which is true. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was an interesting moment. The fact that the classmates are like, we're going to get involved. Not the best idea, but it ends up working out, which is cool. Yeah. Um, eh. <laughs> this episode, eh. Corky. Oh, God. I know. even hate that name. Yeah, Corky not a fan. Corky is Satine's nephew. And... Yep. <laughs> yes. Eh. Yeah, I mean, so next up. The next one is, is Assassin, and it's also <laughs> written by Katie Lucas, and I love this episode. Yeah, this is a good one. This one's great. Okay, so this episode has R. Singh in it, who it I love in the Clone Wars. I think she's great. Um, hardcore. And they're trying to assassinate Padme. And Ahsoka keeps having these reoccurring nightmares and visions of, um, you know, Padme being hunted down by R. Singh, who they think is dead they don't even know that ara singh's still alive um right so that's disturbing when they're like oh by the way this really scary bounty hunter is still alive okay cool and she's trying to kill you awesome so um (laughs) they they basically send ahsoka to protect um padme and they end up disguising this droid to look like padme during her speech in the um what do you call it the senate um Senate chamber. Senate chamber. Audience chamber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the big thing with all the pods in E.T. Yeah, um, as you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I love this episode. But then we find out that the person behind all of it is... Your hero. Zero the Hutt. My yeah. Zero the hero. Zero is not a hero. Ha <laughs> ha. Savannah's favorite character. One day she'll admit it on the podcast. 
So yeah, <laughs> that that does happen. It's cool. Uh, I like this one. I like the bait and switch mm-hmm. of the droid. I think that's neat. Aura Singh's really scary. Yeah, she um, is. She's, she's <laughs> mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, like, this whole series of Clone Wars, Aura Singh's like, oh, you don't want to do it? I'll do it. And just murders people. She's just ruthless. Like, her and Cad she Bane is. would be such an ideal couple. Agreed. But I Agreed. think she would try to wear the pants in that relationship, and I think he would just kill her if she tried to yeah. do that. Or just leave. I ain't got time for this and just walk out. Yeah. And she goes, don't turn your back on me. This is what we need in Clone but Wars. But I feel like they would shoot each other. Definitely. Can but someone write a fic about this? Is if there is there a fan, a fan yeah. fiction out there about this? If so, please send it to me. I want to read it. Yes, exactly. We need an episode that is a, a romantic domestic dispute um, between Cabe and Orosing. I'm not going to name the title of this, but if you guys look into the depths of fan fiction, there's a fan fiction out there about me and Cad Bane. Huh. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Just, just casually throw that out there. <laughs> not even kidding. It I'm, still exists. Uh, Good luck finding I'm it. I'm into it. Yeah, this is the internet, and uh, there are people out there that are good at internet. My best friend wrote it when I was, when we were really little. (laughs) Boom. See, you guys already have enough information. Get it and send it to me. (laughs) Um, So so we get the, she has her visions. Um, You notice that Ahsoka didn't go all crazy dark side trying to save Padme from death? Yeah. Just saying. Um, But it was cool, and she's in the vents and whatnot. It's a good episode. Yeah. I like this one. I really and like we... seeing Padme and Ahsoka work together because it like strengthens yes. their relationship aside from, you know, Anakin and Ahsoka always working together. It also makes Ahsoka a very important person in Padme's life. So Agreed. You know, it makes okay. that eventual loss much harder for both of them as a couple. Exactly. It also does justice for her character on its own mm-hmm. versus like her being an extension of Anakin. Yes. Um, which is pretty cool. She matures um, a lot in this season. I think this episode oh, is a yes. very big, like, I, I think she continuously matures, so it's not like there's a big, you know, moment where she's all of a sudden mature, but this is just a very important episode in that story. Agreed. And you've mentioned before that, like, this is another really cool episode in that this is a very serious job, and the fact that they put Ahsoka by herself on it says a lot about what the council thinks of Ahsoka at this point. Yes. Um, cause just cause she's a Padawan doesn't mean she's incapable. Right. Um, they and she proves, exactly. She proves that here. Um, it's cool. Mm-hmm. She does very well. Padme don't die. So mission accomplished. Yep. Check. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> moving on. Um, the next one, I really like this episode. Brian's not so fond of it. It's called evil plans. It's got yes. my BFF in here. My, my BF. Get Bane. Zero the hut. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I didn't even think about that. I'm just thinking <laughs> yeah. about Cad You're just walking into these. It's great. Dang it. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This does have uh, zero the hut in it. Okay. Oh, no. I mean Cad Bane being a yeah, total has... babe. Um yep. Sometimes when I type out Cad Bane on my phone, it types in Cad Babe, and I'm just like, eh, I'm okay with that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> um, but he ends up. Uh, he ends up. So the droids are sent out, C-3PO and R2-D2 are sent out to find Jogan fruit for Anakin and Padme um, for some, like, Dumb dinner thing, thing that she's having. A banquet. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. And C-3PO ends up getting captured by Cad Bane's little gang of droids. And yep. Cad Bane starts to torture him so that he can get information out of him. Meanwhile, R2-D2 is at a spa. <laughs> yep. That he is. Meanwhile, R2-D2 is at a spa getting pampered. I don't even have a problem with this. I love it. But you mm-hmm. you have a little issue with this. 
I this is the episode I think of when anyone mentions like, oh, is this episode filler? <gasps> I always think of this, oh, and I know it no. isn't. It's not because you get uh, like he gets legit information from three PO so that he can break out Zero the Hut. Like it's not a filler, but it feels like it. It's not. It's not filler. I'll tell I you what filler not. is when we get further on. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is not, but I always think about, like, is it R2 going to a spa filler, or is it, I don't know, I'm not crazy about this one. Like, it's cool. What's happening is cool. 3PO getting kidnapped, tortured by Cad Bane and his peeps, like, getting information, you're like, oh, snap. And Cad Bane is one of the best characters in all of Star Wars, and I don't really like this episode. I always wanted, like, a Polly Pocket-style toy set of R2-D2 at the spa. That is something that I could see happening. How cool would that be? That would be so cute. It would be cute. Because little girls always play with, you know, cute little spa things. And I would love to have a Star Wars version of that to this day. That would be cool. I'm not a kid. (laughs) I had uh, the um, voice activated R2. I did too. From like, good lord, I'm old now. It would have been like 15 years ago almost. The original one that came out. Like I probably didn't have the original one. Yeah, uh, so I had that. Uh, I had to like mow lawns for like months to afford it. It was like a hundred dollars, and I was like, I just want this R two. And he's, you say, Hey R two, and he looks over, and, and I'm like, Oh, I want that. So I did. I think I did have that one, and my mom got it with her cast member discount. That was a that was a good perk. That's amazing. Yeah. So I I would like he was the one that had a cup holder that came out. Yes. And you just I did and have that just one. Like, I still have it. Yeah. Me too. And then I had uh I lost the voice commands booklet, <laughs> uh shortly after. Uh, so I found it on the internet, and it took 25 days to download, because that's how it was back then. And then I printed it out, folded it up, and put it in his other compartment that had oh, the Periscope smart. attachment. Yeah, I have my moments. Uh, but I bring this up because I would take him outside all the time or whatever, and he would get dirty. <laughs> and then when I came back in, I'd have like a washcloth, like, we're going to clean you up, R2. Yeah, I was like Luke in episode four, like, oh, man, something's really jammed in here. And I'm like, ha, 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 ha. no one else is laughing because nobody gets the reference I'm making. <laughs> <laughs> but it was worth it. So I would clean, I would clean my R two. So I mean, at that time, I would have enjoyed uh, a spa, so I didn't have to keep doing it. Yeah. End of story. <laughs> wow. Yep. Always been this cool man. Just. I hope just you put that you bit in your reel. <laughs> I, you know, I should. <laughs> oh, I love uh, it. I do like that episode, though. It's it's fun. That's okay. It's kind of scary because Cad Bane is really evil in that one. Um, he is. Really heartless. But then we get the fun mm-hmm. side of it. Yeah. And we get Jogan Fruit. Yeah. Which, you know, hey. I'd love to know that's what that's always. Like. It's always a good time. There's, I hope there's Jogan Fruit stuff in Galaxy's Edge. Wouldn't that be cool? There, like a Jogan Fruit smoothie? I feel like there's going to be a lot of cool stuff like that. Maybe not Jogan Fruit specifically, but there's going to be a lot of immersive stuff. I'm ready right now are you ready for hunt for zero oh i'm so ready for your favorite episode of the clone wars um mm, did i do mm. my size noodles impression last time i i hope so okay probably so in this episode we have cad bane again yay um <laughs> and he broke zero the hut out of prison and we find yay. out that size noodles is zero the hut's lover yeah and, uh, we end up seeing mama the hut Yes. <laughs> we we get a lot of cool and crazy stuff in this episode. Obi-Wan I and Quinlan Boss fight Cad Bane. He's got his awesome rocket boots. 
Um, mm-hmm. I think I I think I mentioned this in the first episode that nobody will hear. <laughs> so I'm going to mention it again. <laughs> Can't remember if I mentioned this in season two or if it was last time. But I was listening to a featurette about this episode. And mm. Killian Plunkett was talking about the design of Cad Bane, just his costume and his different elements of what he wears. And he is designed to withstand encounters with Jedi. And he's not afraid of them. And everything on oh. his body is, is like, specifically made to fight a Jedi. So he has rocket boots so he can keep up with them because they can jump really fast and far. And he's got tubes on his neck so they can't crush, you know, they can't force choke him. And uh, his different gauntlets are for, like, fighting Jedi and stuff. And I just love that. Love it. So I think they cool. called him specifically like a Jedi killer. That's so nuts. <sighs> I love it. That's why he's able to keep up with. I mean, that I always bring that up when I talk about Cad Bane. I was like, do you know anyone else who's punched a Jedi Master in the face and got away? Nope. <laughs> Just him. It's nuts. He's so good. And this episode is really, really good. Yeah. It's, this is one of my favorite episodes. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, me I too. I really, really like it because there's so much. Uh, that's going on with it, mm-hmm. and like uh, oh, that was weird. What? Got a call. Uh, so there's so much going on in this episode. Like you said, we got Mom of the Hut, which was an experience. Um, and the a moment in this, we get to see um Quinlan Voss use his telecometry or however you pronounce it, mm-hmm. which is neat because we've we've mentioned before how certain Jedi have uh. Uh, specific abilities yeah like that not other jedi have um and quinlan Voss has that so to see that on screen was really cool mm-hmm. um size noodles is a is a big character in this <laughs> which is always fun yeah um She's like, you hey, get to see doll. yeah exactly <laughs> i love it uh so we get we get size noodles we get zero which is your favorite we get um one of the coolest uh fights in the Clone Wars, in my opinion, with uh, Quinlan Vos, Obi Wan, Cad Bane, special appearance by Toto. It's like the perfect um, matchup. It is, and you and this you get to see Cad Bane like use everything he's got, which is cool. Yeah, he uses a flamethrower, uses his rocket boots. They take a lightsaber, and then Toto's like, "I'm coming in with it." And he doesn't. <laughs> like, guy trying to help out. One, yeah, I, I always said if I was a droid in Star Wars, I'd be Toto, because I'm not as useful as R2. Yeah. And I'm definitely not 3PO. Uh, actually, I probably am. But I don't know that much communication. He's a fun little guy. Yeah, Toto's like, you know, oh, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. Whatever you need. Yeah, I'll help you out. Like, he's got a bomb on his back in the council. He's like, oh, hey, guys. You know, like, I like Toto a lot. Yeah. And this fight's really cool. Bouncing back and forth and, like, force jumping. And it's cool. And then it ends on a down, on a down note. You know, we're in everyone shed a tear for uh, Zero the Hut. Oh, we did? Mm. May he rest in peace. Mm. Right, Savannah? Rejoice, finally. Woo! Mm. We don't do that here. We rejoice we respect when people. Zero the <laughs> Hut is dead because this is an amazing episode because there's a <laughs> Temple of Doom <laughs> reference. And I just found out last week that Kathleen Kennedy was in the opening dance of Temple of Doom. And guys, yeah, that's a good day. How cool is that? That rocked my world. For 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> it consumed me for 24 hours. I also found pictures of her house. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you're like, I also drove outside of it, but we're not going to say that on the show. <laughs> I was like, so, uh, this is so random. You guys probably have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> I love Temple uh, of Doom. It's the second Indiana Jones movie. Um, mm-hmm. And in this episode of The Clone Wars, there's a, there's a little dance number that is very similar to an opening dance number in Temple of Doom. And yep. someone tweeted last week that Kathleen Kennedy, a.k.a. the president of Lucasfilm, producer of Indiana Jones films and all of your 80s favorites, um, she mm-hmm. was one of the dancers in the opening scene, and I never knew that. And then I went down a rabbit hole of researching everything that I love about her, and I found her house, and I found out that her house is decorated exactly how I want my house to look, and <laughs> we're meant to be best friends. I agree. And you've met her, I and I have a picture with her. Yeah. I actually have that picture saved on my phone. I cry when I look at that still. I, I get I get emotional. I have like, a picture I, of me I, crying right after I met her, too. It was like, it was That's serious. amazing. I'm, I mean, I have a horrible memory, but I'm pretty sure I did like a big post after you did that. I was like, oh, look, I'm guys, sure. she did it. Oh, I'm sure you did. I was like, I was like it happened. It happened. Dreams are real. Yeah. I never yeah, in a million years great. really thought that would happen. I always like wanted to meet her but uh never thought it would happen and it did and i had to literally beg her to come over and take a photo with me and i had to like <laughs> seduce her husband <laughs> no. i was like frank yeah. hey i love your tie <laughs> he like came over and took a picture with me and he, it had tie fighters on it that's why i was like ah, i like your tie fighter there you go find something and then i was like oh i really want to meet kathy <laughs> um, hey it worked it worked anyways. you did it Anyways, this really episode is great. <laughs> yeah, she she kills Zero. Um, and so I actually like the turn of this uh, because you find out that she killed Zero because she was hired by Jabba to do it, um, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, what a because, baddie. you know, it's like, I know. <laughs> You're like, dude, he's. I love Jabba the Hutt. I really, really do. I know you um, do. I think I'm starting to understand that now. At first, I never really got it, but I think I'm starting to get it now. Dude, he's like a legit crime boss. Like I, so when we when people were talking about like spinoffs, what do you want? I was like Obi Wan, obviously. Second, I would love a Jabba the Hutt movie directed by Guillermo del Toro, about like the underworld crime syndicate from the point of view of Jabba the Hutt, who's like the baddest man. Like he's the Godfather. You know, you don't mess with this guy. And Zero is a relative <laughs> of Jabba the Hutt, and he's like, you tried to kidnap my son a bunch of times ago. All right, we'll figure it out. And just through his connections, but like gets Cad Bane to get Zero out, and then Sice Noodles is like, oh hey, and then kills him, and is like, all right, cool. Yeah. Don't cross Jabba the Hutt. Yep. He's so cool. I like this episode a lot. I do too. This is probably one of my favorites featuring Cad Bane. Yep. Zero and Zero the Hutt. Uh, and <laughs> and then the next episode is not good. It's like our least favorite <laughs> ever, I think. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this, uh, this, this is going to be is controversial, so up and down. though, because I know a lot of people really do like this episode. Yeah, which is cool. Somebody has to. We don't. We don't. Brian, I love doing the Clone Wars episodes with you because we agree so much. I know. It's a, it's I, a nice little refresher this. from everything. Normal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we. I mean, we've said this before. Everything prior to 2015 Star Wars, we're pretty much on the exact same page. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the new stuff. Uh, no way. We're yin and yang. No way. <laughs> <laughs> that's our that's our spot now. Uh, yeah, this uh, heroes on both sides. Eh. This makes me want to vomit. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it at all. It's um, 
They're trying to show that people who align with the Separatists aren't all bad. And they're trying to give Ahsoka a love interest. And it's disgusting. Yeah. I I mean, I don't buy it. Like, I I get it. Like, even in episode three, uh, it talks about, like, in the opening crawl, you know, there are heroes on both sides. It's like, I understand the sentiment. But if one side is uh, invading and and enslaving uh, you know, local people, innocents are dying and whatnot, like, for the sake of, like, political representation. You know, it's like, I get your motives, but what you're doing is awful. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Count Dooku's a bad man. And it's like, no, he just wants us to not be a problem with the Republic anymore. It's like, dude, you, you know, you pick your bed, you lay in it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not a thing here. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't necessarily, they're trying to say, like, just because you're a separatist, you're not a bad person. Right. And I can understand that, but when you align yourself with a cause that is not good, you, you play stupid games, win stupid prizes kind of stuff. You're like, it's bad. This is bad. What's going on is bad. Um, it's not black and white, mm-hmm. but it's pretty obvious who is uh, Who's not, good. not good here. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, the, I don't like I don't like it. The opening crawl of episode three actually says there are heroes on both sides. Evil is everywhere. Uh, yes. I feel like they were trying to go off of that and kind of didn't take it the right way. I don't know. I, yeah. I hate uh, talking negatively about this episode because I've heard a lot of people talk about it in a very positive way and they really like it. And so I, I kind of see where some people are coming from, but then I also don't like it. <laughs> I also don't Exa- like it. Exactly. But I think that's important to, to state that you can completely disagree on things. And that's okay. Yeah. You know, it, we as a fandom specifically, we need to learn to disagree agreeably. And, you know, it's like, I told that, like, that's our show. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we disagree on, like, everything, uh, the new stuff, but we're still like, that's cool. You like that? I really don't like that, but it's cool that you like it. And we, we support you know? everyone, no matter how they feel about Star Wars. Like, for example, exactly. I am probably one of the biggest Raylo haters out there, but I don't go and hate on people who like Raylo. I mean, Charlotte and exactly. Caitlin from St- Sky Talkers are the biggest Raylo fans I know, and I'm their biggest fan. So, actually, I'm their biggest. I fan. I will fight you for that. I'll win. I will literally fight you. <laughs> we we're we're gonna fight at Celebration. Yeah, I'll exactly. Win. We'll we'll, yeah, we'll get we'll get one of those like uh uh you know when they have those like um inflatable things where you got the big like batons and you just beat each other off the thing. Yes. The dorky diva versus the dorky dude. Uh, fighting I don't to mind be the number one Sky Talkers fan. Yeah, exactly. We'll have we'll have Charlotte and Caitlin on like a dais, <laughs> over, overlooking us, and then one of them has to do the thumb up or down. Yeah, and then the other one has like a glass of wine. I will just prevail. Watching. I will prevail. Yes, you just wait. You will, but I'm still gonna fight for my honor. You'll fight to the death. <laughs> I will. I will. It's true. Um, Savannah would kill me. One good thing about this episode is I believe this is the first one in season three where Ahsoka has a new outfit. Yeah, that's true. And she's Miss clothes over she's here. She's more um, mature. Like, even her face looks different. Her mantras are a little longer. Uh, she gets a new outfit. And I really like this outfit. Um, she's mostly covered. <laughs> <laughs> that's because it's slightly colder there. Yeah. I mean, she still has a you big know. open back, but it's not as bad as I an mean, open d- don't front. we all? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's all my thoughts on this episode. Yeah, same. It's like, I mean, cool. 
And the next one yeah. is also a low. <laughs> yeah, the was it Pursuit of Peace? Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. This I is guess. also well, okay. this one is out of order too because Anaconda Far is in it and he dies in season. Yeah, two? this I one mean, is another weird one. It's I don't hate this one actually. If we're being, I honest. don't hate this it one. either. It's just it, it's in this critical eh. point of. High from Hunt for Zero because of Cad Bane, and then Zero the Hut dies, and then right after that we get into all the good stuff of the second half of season three. So it's just in this middle point of like I want to fast forward. <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. It's not and bad, then, so this one we get like uh, yeah, Anaconda Far is in it, Uncle Anno, um, which is cool but confusing because you're like, what's going on? We did a whole episode about him dying. I guess he's back. It's like nope, we're just we're just releasing these as they fall. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the idea here is another thing that like, I understand the idea behind it, which is cool. You know, it's like, uh, Uncle Anno, Bale, and Padme are, uh, against a bill that is going to put more money to fund more clones, Mm -hmm. um, which I understand the idea because, you know, when you're talking about like, uh, being fiscally conservative and like, there's money involved. There's people supporting this money. It's a government. It, it costs. Mm-hmm. You know, war costs money, and the money has to come from somewhere. I understand. I'm way into the politics of it. But at the same time, droids aren't stopping. Planets are falling left and right. You need something it's to like, fight back. Exactly. You only have 10,000 Jedi, and they're falling as well. Mm-hmm. It's like the Separatists kind of got you in a vice grip in that you don't really have a whole lot of choices here. You know what I mean? Like, that's war. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I get the intentions, but at the same time, it's like the reality is exactly, exactly. Um, so then we get these, uh, these two, these two guys, uh, Chada Hiyoki and Robinino. (laughs) And I don't like Robinino. See, I don't have any issues with him. I, I don't, I don't know why I don't like him either. It's just something about like the weird aquatic duck thing. Uh, David loves him. It's like one of his favorite alien species. I don't know. I don't know why I don't like him. I just don't like him. But I do like uh, Hioki because he is a Selkath, which is from uh, Knights of the Old Republic, which is the greatest video game of all time. Oh yeah. So it's cool to see uh, things from the EU being brought into canon. Uh, so when I first saw this episode, I was like, "Oh snap! It's a Selkath. Cool." Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, they're not. They're not very smart. Not very smart at all mind this episode it's just like i said it's at this critical yeah, it's okay. point it's okay we are we are literally about to be thrown into the most amazing part of the clone wars and yep i have no chill <laughs> yep um yep 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 yeah this one was okay yeah can't, I didn't, can't wait I didn't to talk about that. the second half guys oh yeah this is the end isn't mm-hmm. it it's the end of the first half we did okay yeah, we hey did. look at that Less than three hours, so, you know, ahead of schedule. <laughs> the next one will be over three hours for sure. Easily. Oh, please. Guys. Please. So, so the next part of the season, we have the Night Sister. Um, I think it's a trilogy. And then we have the Mortis trilogy. And then we have the Citadel episodes, which are honestly like gold in the Clone Wars <laughs> to me. I love them so much. And then we have Padawan Lost, and we have Wookiee Hunt, and... Holy moly. We're going to... The next one is going to be such a long show. We might as well just block out two days to talk because... Good. We got a lot to talk about. I'm into it. Um, yeah, so that's the first half of season three. Yep. 
we hope you enjoyed all of our rants and yeah stuff yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and our, our mispronunciation of words yeah. and our slurring from drinking coffee <laughs> coffee mm-hmm. um coffee do you have anything else to say about the first half of the season um it's good it's good by and large it's a roller coaster actually you know there's like some great episodes some not great episodes right next to each other you know we'll have like 99 i'm gonna die uh poison water bottles like (laughs) very very back and forth very out of order as well um Mm -hmm. it's a weird weird first half of it's not bad though i feel like on a scale of 10 the first half of season three is like an eight or nine but the unfortunate thing is that the second half of season three is like a 30 out of 10 and Agreed. it just totally overshadows the first half, which is... Agreed. Yeah, it's not it's not bad at all. It, the the path that they took is just very strange. It makes no sense together. Very curvy. Whereas the second half... Yeah, very, the second half is very arcs. You know, yeah. this, 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 this. Cool. This is like, let's throw this one in here. Let's do that, that one now. Over there. Yeah. It's like they had a bunch of episodes piled up. It's like, let's just drop them into here <laughs> and then put the arcs over here. Like, if it fits, it sits. It's cool, though, that they gave a lot more context to some of the season one episodes and built upon them, like absolutely you know, cadets and arc troopers and all that. I do like that. But yeah, you're right. It's just a little wonky how they did it, but it's okay. Yeah. I'm, Weird rollout, cool but it. still great. Same. Um, Same. I am I, so excited for the next episode. I just... I know. I just want to <laughs> jump out of my chair right now. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> how much can we get done in 10 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> just screaming at each other yeah it's quick so great sisters <laughs> assault ventress space witches yeah uh, savage press good stuff alright we're gonna we're gonna I end know. it though because because when, once we get started we're not gonna be able to no stop <laughs> um, Brian where can people find cool. you online people can find me online at Jedi Brian everywhere Twitter Instagram Facebook all that good stuff also, check out uh, the interesting podcast. A lot of really cool stuff going on over there. If you like this, I'm sure you would enjoy that as well. You would love it. <laughs> oh, stop it. Uh, you can find me everywhere as the Dorky Diva. My website is just thedorkydiva.com. Um, if you would like Smart. to join our Facebook group, you can do that by going to the Dorky Diva Facebook page. Be request or you can request to be added to our group. We will add you, and you can talk about all things Star Wars over there. It's a very positive place. We love encouraging people to share projects that they're working on. So, a lot of people use that space to share their latest podcasts or blog posts, and it's awesome. Um, so we'd love to have you over there. If you need to contact us, you can do that at dorkydivashow at gmail.com, and you can also follow us at dorkydivashow on Twitter. Uh, we want to say thank you to all of our amazing patrons. We hope you're enjoying our Darth Vader comic series that is exclusively yes. for you guys. We're so excited to do the next episode. That should be coming very soon. Um, and to all of our patrons, thank you. Those people are Alex, Anthony, Ben, Brandon, Brian, Chris, Daz, Daryl, Jen Marie, Jim, Kristen, Michael, Samir, Cherie, Sherry, and Tom. Thank you all so much for your support. Um, if you want to support us, you can do that at patreon.com slash the dorky diva. And before we wrap this up, I just want to say a very special thank you to our friend Daryl, who is also one of our amazing patrons. Yes, my dude. Daryl is from Canada. He lives in Canada and he has been in London, I think for vacation, could be wrong. It looks like vacation, uh, this week. And he randomly ran into 
D. Tails, who is a creature performer in the sequel trilogy and in Solo. He just like randomly ran into D in a in like a train station, and I a, think. Yeah. And he crazy. gave D one of our prequel defense force stickers and took a picture of him holding it. Like, come on. My God. How cool is that? What? I was very Th- touched by that. So thank you, Daryl. Yeah, Daryl, you're the best. We love you. We talk about you all the time. We text each other. We're like, we just love Daryl. We we love all it's our true. patrons. We talk about all you that- guys behind your backs. We're just like, we love you guys. Always, always. That's pretty great. So yeah, I thought yeah, that it's was kind really of our cool. thing. We appreciate that. And yeah, if you're a if you're a patron, you get special stickers and stuff. So you should uh, go do that. <laughs> That's true. Also, if you want to know more about details, check out the interesting podcast on iTunes. Plug, 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 plug. <laughs> <laughs> plug, 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 plug. Um, yeah. Okay. On that stuff. note, we will see you next time to talk about the best half of season three. And until then, <laughs> may the force be with you. May the force be with you. <laughs> <laughs>